Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettlecast with your host, Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we're talking about the Hawks' upcoming game with the Dallas Mavericks. Without further ado, let's get into it. Finally, we get to see Trey and Luca square off against each other on the Hawks and the Mavericks. Uh, earlier this season, Luca was hurt and we didn't get to see it. And we did get to see that, like, kind of, I think, the first game of the season last year. But it's going to be awesome to see the two players squaring off in their second season. And both players are playing ridiculously well. Luca has the Mavs in the playoff hunt and is getting some MVP com- conversations getting into some MVP conversations, and Trey just came off his all-star start and is just playing out of his mind, including that 50-point performance to lead the Hawks over the Miami Heat. The Hawks are coming off that 129-124 to win over the Heat. The Mavs are coming off of a 122-106 to win over Orlando last night, so they're playing a back-to-back, which would give a little bit of advantage to the Hawks. But the Mavs are coming in fully healthy except for no Dwight Powell who is out for the rest of the season. He wasn't in that first game that the Hawks played against the Mavs and so there's not a big difference there. The Hawks are missing a couple of their big guys. DeAndre Hunter's missing after a wonderful performance against the Heat. He's missing this game for personal reasons and Bembry is hurt again after being seemingly ready to go against the Heat in their previous game. He's out with an abdominal injury. In the previous matchup, the Mavs without Porzingis or Luka Doncic just really destroyed the Hawks. They won 123-100, to 100, and it was a game that the Mavs just couldn't miss from the three-point land. They shot over 50%, going 20 of 39 for 51%, while the Hawks just shot 10 of 33. That's a 30-point difference just at the three-point line, and that's really kind of the difference in the game. The Hawks... And Mavs were surprisingly close in rebounds, free throws shot, um, and fouls, turnovers. There wasn't a huge disparity in any other stat besides that three-point difference. And that's not anything new for the Mavericks. The Mavericks are a really great three-point shooting team. They're second in the league in both attempts and makes. And they're shooting 37% from the three-point line, which is an amazing percentage. Some of their big shooters from the three-point line include... Uh, Seth Curry. Seth Curry came off the bench and scored 15 points, all three-pointers, and all of his shots seemed to just really, any chance the Hawks kind of got close, Seth Curry was there to really destroy that momentum by hitting a three-pointer. The Mavs had awesome performances from a couple other players. Both Jalen Brunson and Dorian Finney-Smith had huge games for the Mavericks, both scoring over 20 points. Brunson filled in really well for Luka Doncic, picking up eight assists as well. And the Hawks just really were never in this game. Now, the big difference for the Hawks going forward is instead of having Damian Jones as their starting center, we have Dwayne Dedman. And the Hawks are a much deeper team than the last time they faced the Mavericks. So it's going to be interesting to see how that further depth um, helps the Hawks and if they're able to get off to a better start than they did in Dallas. But to look at some of the Mavs' strengths, they shoot that three-point ball really really well Um, they're also a really good rebounding team and specifically they're a really great offensive rebounding team both Porzingis and Maxi Kleba who also killed the Hawks on the three-point line are great centers for doing getting offensive rebounds and then 
Dorian Finney-Smith is a forward who can really get on the offensive glass. I One thing I need to watch more of the Mavs games to get a sense of, but sometimes on these three-point shooting teams, if you're shooting so many three-point shots, that leads to a lot of offensive rebound opportunities just because the rebounds are a little bit further from the basket, and if your team is trained to do it, you're more prepared for those offensive rebounds than the defensive team is. The Mavs don't turn the ball over a lot, but they also don't get a ton of turnovers, and that really played out in that first game. The Mavs had under 10 turnovers, and the Hawks just had 11, which is like seven fewer than the Hawks normally get in a game. So they don't do anything extreme on defense, but they do hold opposing defenses, opposing offenses, excuse me, to a, a really low three-point shooting percentage. So they defend the three-point line well, and they hit the threes at a high level. And that sometimes, like in the previous game where the Mavs just blew the Hawks out from the three-point line, can decide a game. What's super exciting, again, is just getting to see Trey match up with Luka Doncic. And now there's going to be very few possessions in this game where the two players are actually on each other. I would expect Cam Reddish in the absence of DeAndre Hunter to really be guarding Luka and our other wings, whether that be Kevin Herter or some of our other players off the bench getting a chance to guard Luka. And obviously Trey will be guarded by whatever guard the Dallas Mavericks have out there. But Luka's averaging almost a triple-double, and Trey's averaging over 30 points and almost 10 assists a game. Both of these players are just top five passers in the league right now, so the ball is going to be flying all over the court. Now, the Mavs do have uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis back, who's also you know the unicorn, um, a big man who doesn't really play like a big man. He shoots a lot of threes. He can kind of get pushed out. Um, down low as far as getting post position. He's a great rebounder, but he's not a great post player. Um, so Dwayne Dedman and John Collins should be able to take up, take advantage of that matchup on the offensive side of the ball. Um, to get back to Luka, he does have a couple nicknames to get to our nicknames. He goes by Wonder Boy or Luka the Don. Um, and to see him get to square up against Ice Trey is just going to be a ton of fun. I think, you know, these players were together a lot on All-Star Weekend. In the Rising Star game, it was USA versus the world. They had an awesome moment where Luka hit a half-court shot at halftime that Trey kind of goaded him into taking, and they uh, had a point, and then Trey answered that with a half-court shot of his own in the big All-Star game. But getting to see these two players who are always going to be tied together because of the trade that the Hawks made to get Trey and to trade Luka to the Dallas is going to be a ton of fun, and I just think... It's been frustrating that we didn't get to see that in Dallas. Um, some of the other names to know from the Mavs, Porzingis, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr., again, always dangerous, always out there to take three-pointers. He's really played well for the Mavs since being elevated to the starting lineup. Um, he's averaging 14 points a game, 37% from three, three rebounds, two assists. And then Steph Curry. The Hawks somehow lost track of Steph Curry sorry, Seth Curry in the first matchup, and he was able to get seven three-pointers off and make five of them. A lot of those were open shots. The Hawks are going to have to do a much better job of following Seth off-ball. He's one of the great um, off-ball movers in the NBA. I think that's something that both Curry's brothers do a lot better than Trey does, which is just move off-ball. It helps when you're not the main ball handler, but the Hawks have shown that they're trying to get the ball out of Trey's hands a little bit and allow him to move off ball to get more catch-and-shoot threes. But Seth was a monster in that first game against the Hawks and really one of the big reasons the Mavs were able to 
prevail. Finally, they have a center, Maxi Kleba, who's one of the best backup big men in the NBA. He's a German center who came over and was actually a restricted free agent last year, and the uh, Mavs were able to keep him. He's averaging 25 minutes a game, 9 points, and he's shooting just over 38% from three, which from your big man is just incredible. He's really been a great fit for the Mavs, especially they're able to keep the paint somewhat open, except for when Porzingis is down there and allow Luka to do a lot of uh, driving, driving and dishing or moving from there. So um, this is going to be a fun matchup. I think this will be a little bit of a better matchup than the what we got to see in Dallas. I think the Hawks are feeling really good after getting that win against the Heat and coming off this all-star break. It's going to be really important to see if they can keep that momentum going forward. They had a really hard time in the first half of the season being able to string together wins or string together good performances and seeing how they played so well against the Heat, but now they're missing DeAndre Hunter. It'll be interesting to see if they take a very good Mavs team and are able to play with that same energy. The Hawks are also having a question and answer session with Vince Carter after the game. This is one of the games Vince played on the Mavericks. And so every team that every time that a team that Vince come played on comes to Atlanta, the Hawks are having a little um, celebration for the end of Vince's career, and that includes t- tonight having a question and answer session with Grant Hill and Vince Carter after the game. But this is a game I've been looking forward to all season. Hopefully, it's really exciting. Hopefully, Trey and Luca put up some fireworks. I think with the way they've been playing, that'd be hard for that not to happen. But it's going to be interesting how these other pieces around both big stars play out and if they're able to carry their team to victory. Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at kettlecast at gmail.com. And if you have any questions or comments, that would be a huge help to me if you'd email those to me. And if you can leave a rating or review on whatever platform you use to get your podcast. That'd be a big help to me. Go Hawks!